Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, welcome to Main Street UCI, the podcast about all things Disney. I'm Jennifer. I'm Zen. And I am Emily. Welcome to another water cooler episode where sometimes it's Disney and sometimes it's not, but it's always fun and interesting. So I got some random trivia for today. I mean, or actually, this is just kind of like... These are kind of like bathroom thoughts or shower thoughts is what I'm saying <laughs> is so I was watching all the movies over again, all the Marvel movies, because I mentioned that my daughter is also very interested in them. And I was just watching Doctor Strange again. And do you remember at the end of the film, Doctor Strange turns back time and time starts going backwards? Vaguely. Okay. Yes. So at the end of the film, the end up in Hong Kong to confront the bad guy. And they found out the bad guy had already taken over the sanctum in Hong Kong. That's right. Okay. And so now the world is doomed. Mm -hmm. And then Dr. Strange goes, not so fast. I could do something. And he starts to turn time backwards. And so everything in all, all the buildings start, rebuilding themselves and back people start running through the streets but they're running backwards dr strange is moving forward in time and he's going towards the the sanctum in um hong kong and i just realized it's tenant the movie the christopher <laughs> nolan tenant movie wow <laughs> so tenant t- completely copied off of dr strange that's all I kind of wanted that's to so say. That's so funny. Nice. That's really so that's, funny. <laughs> that's my first shower thought of the day. Um, <laughs> I, I, I thoroughly enjoyed that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Okay. Um, and it's Disney related. Okay. My second yeah. one is, once again, it involves my kid. Um, my kid, 11 years old, is collecting something called a Squishmallow. Oh, yes. <laughs> okay, you guys know what Squishmallows are? Okay, or Emily, you I've seen them just because of knots. <laughs> okay, Squishmallows are very fuzzy. They're pillow-like. and they're I rough- feel like Squishmallows, sorry to interject, but I feel like Squishmallows are like the new version of Pillow Pets. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, cool. Which so were the new version them. of Beanie Babies. Yes. Yeah, <laughs> in some ways. But they're this, you know, they're 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 roughly shaped like an egg, and they come in everything like dogs and cats, and they come from ones that are as little as like almost the size of like a apple, all the way up to like like twenty four inches, so you can have a huge one. Hmm. And my daughter's collecting them now. She loves them. She uses them as pillows. She's she actually owns twenty somehow now over the years wow Her, and and she, she the other day she came up to me and said dad i need a new bed and i'm like you don't <laughs> like the the loft bed you know because i i got her one of those loft beds with a desk underneath she goes no i don't have enough room in there and i'm like it's a full bed kid that's the size of the bed your mom and i originally had when we yeah. first met mm-hmm. and you don't have enough room and it's because she has so many squishmallows she wants, to <laughs> she wants a king bed so she could put all her um oh my gosh. In. wow the luxury of a king bed oh my god yeah <laughs> oh my goodness and it's a full bed it's not quite a queen but still it's just like it's designed for two people. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, she ended up, but it's not just about Squishmallows. It's a, they've, they have a Disney line. Mm-hmm. So you can also get these Squishmallows, Mickey Mouse, Minnie Mouse, 
Stitch. Um, and there's a couple more. I can't recall all of them, but they're super cute. So if you are out and about, they, they sell them all over the place. I found it. I think we've been mostly seeing the Disney ones at Hallmark stores. Oh, interesting. Um, she has a Stitch one. Um, she They're really, really cute. And go give that a look. Nice. So I'm going to pass on the baton. I had one more, but I, it's on the tip of my tongue, and I can't remember exactly what it is. I'll let you guys you. know. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, actually, that's a great place to take a quick sponsor break, and we'll be right back. When you look back upon your life and you see all the things you achieved, certainly none of them started with inaction. And when you're planning for your next career journey, find us, the University of California, Irvine. We've over 80 convenient online certificates to help you navigate the future, and we're the perfect Sherpa for your next big adventure. Find us at ce.uci.edu. Welcome back, everyone. Um, I don't know if that gave you enough time, Zen. <laughs> a couple, couple of seconds. No. Okay, all good. Um, I don't know. Jennifer, did you, were, was anyone going to talk about Black Widow? Or did we oh. want to dedicate like a whole episode to that? Have you watched it, first of all? I have not watched it yet. Okay. Then we're I not going to, we'll do that it. later. I don't mind spoilers, so. Are you sure? Yeah. I feel like I want your true reaction, though. Let's wait until <laughs> after you've watched it. Okay. Okay. Are you going, well, the question is, do you have an interest in watching it in the first place? I do. I don't know if I... Is it still like the thirty dollar? Yeah. Okay. See, that's the thing. Like, I am excited to do that for Jungle Cruise, which comes out in a couple of weeks, I think. But like, I don't know. Black Widow's never been one of my favorites, so that one I'm just kind of like, oh, I could wait until it becomes like not paid to watch. I'm gonna give you my Disney pass. <laughs> It's Zen. No. Um. <laughs> Everyone, get on Zen is the best. One, two, three. At <laughs> <laughs> so maybe okay. maybe I'll figure out how to sneak you my account so you can watch my. Anyways, <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll take that offline so not everyone can get your login info. <laughs> um, okay, new question: Has everyone watched the last, the final season episode of Loki? Yes. Oh no. Okay. 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 Maybe I'll pass on that too. No, no, no. <laughs> I did I'll... watch it. I'm joking. Oh, you did. Oh, you did. Okay. Sorry. Well, then that's good. Um, I didn't have to go. <laughs> I had like three things. I was like, if they haven't watched this, I'll do this. But if they haven't watched this, I'll talk about this. But okay, cool. So the season finale of Loki just happened um, two days ago as of a recording. It so many things right um, happened. Uh, I mean, so where we left off is that they got around the like the back door of the the wasteland. I forgot what we called that. Um, and then they walked through, and they ended up at the end of time, quote unquote. Um, and so they're planning. They're like. We, as viewers, were like, oh, it's going to be whatever the timekeepers or whoever is originally truly behind all of this. And it ended up being Kang the Conqueror, which 
I don't know if we ever, I mean, this is what I gathered from internet browsing. I don't think that was ever mentioned in the episode. I think in the yeah. episode, he's just called like he who knows all or he who he lives. who remains, right? He who, he who remains. There we go. Um, he who remains. But I did like some Googling afterwards because I was like, he seems like a really significant part in the multiverse of mm-hmm. things, which is like the next phase. So I looked it up and supposedly that is King the Conqueror. Ah. Um, yeah. Yeah. So I don't know if they're going to name him that, give him that title in the MCU, but that. You know is what? what? I had cool. heard. Mm-hmm. He is not exactly King the okay. Conqueror. Right. It's it's kind of like the two Lokis that they're this, they're Loki, but they're not the same Loki. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's the insinuation I had heard that. Oh, that makes sense. It's like an, he's the docile version, or an alternative reality version of it. Yeah, which does make sense because he does talk about how he was a variant or he there were various variants of himself that created the original multiverse war or whatever and then mm-hmm. somehow they all like he put them all into one body and then and did like created the sacred timeline or something yeah. like that if i remember correctly um so that does sound like marvel to do something like that mm-hmm. um but impressions of oh my god the loki's kissed i was screaming <laughs> <laughs> i was like no why and then i think i don't know because loki 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 totally you know <laughs> he was like loki loki and not loki yes <laughs> um, uh he i mean you could tell for the past couple of episodes he's been wanting to like make a move and then Sylvie was the one who kissed. And so I don't know if Sylvie, I feel like she just did it to distract him because then she pushed him through the portal, I guess. That's yeah. What it was. Um, so I was like, what? That was kind of my thought too. Cause she's very like, to me, she's had to grow up in like constant, like constantly moving, constant fear, constant, you know, like I need to watch my back at all times. And Loki Loki hasn't had to do that. Like he's actually been accepted to a certain degree and had like a pretty good life and had people who loved him and she didn't grow up with that. So I think for her, it's the, he who remains kind of had it spot on. Like, you know, when he said something like, you know, are you capable of trusting? And I think for her, she would need to really kind of, work on that like it was too soon you know like regardless of the yeah. fact that they're both technically loki it's like you know he kind of it felt very much like he was like super in love head over heels and so like he went for it and she's like whoa i'm not even like there yet like maybe she was you know attracted to him and and you know was enjoying the feeling of wow there's someone who actually cares for me for once mm-hmm. but at the same time it was just like too soon too much and so yeah i agree i think she kind of just went along with it and then was like i think she even said something like you know you're not me or something like that and so that really drives home the point of you know she's willing to do whatever she needs to to survive and to make something happen i thought it was interesting variation of they were talking of you know the um 
unstoppable force against the unmovable object. Mm-hmm. Do you remember this part? So, at, so there's there's an old th- th- saying about which would win the unstoppable, unmovable object versus the unstoppable force. Mm-hmm. And at one point in Loki, he says, "Um, you can't trust anybody." And I can't be trusted. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I, I thought that was so interesting. Um, you know, it's like you don't, you cannot trust, and I mm-hmm. am not trust. You know, no one can trust me, and and it's that's the conundrum, right? Mm-hmm. So, and um, oh, before they meet, he who remains. So backtracking a little bit, they see Miss Minutes, and I was like, whoa. Where'd she come from? Who does she right. work for? Like, who is she now? Because originally I was like, oh, she's so cute. She's like the helpful, I don't know, like animated hologram kind of like thing that just does things. Mm-hmm. She's so nice. Now you know she's like, Hal. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm Where sorry I can't from? do that, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then I think the last big thing was when Loki or when Sylvie pushes Loki into the portal or yeah, back into the portal, he runs to find Mobius mm-hmm. and then he kind of like rambles on. He's like, he's like, it's done. It's done. Like we can't stop it, whatever. And then Mobius is like, calm down. You're an analyst, right? Who are you? And then yeah. like, he does it like Loki. I don't know. Just did he like go back? Cause, cause the sacred timeline has out broken cause there's so many branches. So did he just go back into oh, like go in the, the wrong, wrong timeline? Branch? Yeah. yeah. Or like, that was my thought too. Yeah. Okay. Um, and then you see the whole TVA in the, I guess, original TVA, um, the center, I guess the statues in the middle, there's three statues cause it's three timekeepers. Right. But in this new, I guess, version yeah, of the TVA a- that there's only he who remains. Mm-hmm. <sighs> so I'm get did you guys watch Lost the television series? Mm-mm. Some of so, the earlier stuff. So I I'm starting to feel a little bit like the Lost TV show. Ooh. Is that meaning that they keep on coming up with conundrums and they solve a conundrum and then it breaks something else. And then there's something new and that they have to solve. So there was once something, someone said, it's like, you know, one step forward, two steps back. Whenever you mm-hmm. watch lost, it's like, Oh, we figured these things out, but now we're pushed back because something else has come up mm-hmm. and it worked until the end. Cause they, the problem with the end is they couldn't figure out how to tie all the things together. I have, I have full faith in Marvel that they're going to tie this together. Yeah. But I'm at the same time I'm watching this and like, what are they going to do? Yeah. <laughs> this is my husband's it. reaction too. We were both watching him and I was like, oh wow! So they set it up for the next season. And he was like, how can they end it like that? They have so many questions out. Da, 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 da. And I was like, well, yeah. but not just okay. that. I mean, it, it's just like you know when you watch most series, you can watch them and go, I think I know where this is going to go. You know, yeah. and you watch this it's like no freaking idea, yeah. <laughs> right? Uh, totally. I I just and I'm so glad that there's a season two. Yeah, to like pull everything together. <laughs> Hopefully, I guess. Um, I was watching. I was on TikTok, and there's this guy on TikTok who I forgot what his username is, but he um I think exclusively does 
um, like Marvel Easter eggs or Marvel um, just like uh, what's going to happen in the future based on this recent episode that was just released. Mm-hmm. And he was saying how obviously low-key TV show is a way for Marvel to set up the whole multiverse phase. Yeah, um, totally. We we totally get that. But he was he went even deeper in saying that I guess when that when the sacred timeline starts to branch off, if you if you zoom in and you look at one of the branches, one of them kind of has like a red spider in the back. Ooh, which he this TikToker was saying is referencing the new Spider Man movie. Mm-hmm. And, that makes perfect sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he was saying, "I'm." Just, he was like, "It's crazy how Marvel just thinks so far ahead um, in planning and making everything continuous." Because I guess the new Star. What am I saying? Not Star Wars. The new Spider-Man movie is coming out in December, and oh, they wow, haven't already. they haven't released a trailer yet. And his theory is that they were waiting on this last episode of Loki to then release the trailer for it all to come together. Well, Marvel is playing such a long game. They were saying they announce four years of material, right? Mm -hmm. So in general, we know about four years what the roadmap is, but what they didn't say is they actually have beyond the four year roadmap. They actually have an eight year roadmap beyond it. So they have 12 years of, they actually have 12 years of material plans um and eight you know and eight of them they they're not even talking about at this point man why couldn't star wars have had the same treatment <laughs> instead of yeah here, George, let's do seriously. episode seven okay now episode eight okay now nine. Oh, do they all connect no oh, kind well, of trust me that's <laughs> what's coming up down the road now though yeah yeah, so so the thing is with Star Wars, don't doubt that like now that they got it, they kind of got the first set out. It's it's planned just like this. It's going to be four years. They're going to start announcing four years, and then after that, they're going to have eight years out there ready to go. I hope so. I I just want to like. There's lots of stuff that I love about the sequel trilogy, but at the same time, it's like, could you have planned it just a little bit, <laughs> just a little bit more? You know. Anyway. Good job, Marvel. What, George <laughs> didn't even know what he was going to go do beyond Star Wars. No, yeah. that's a good point. <laughs> yeah. Even after the first one. Oh, wow. People like this. Oh, crap. Okay. Uh, <laughs> let's make another Someone one. Someone else can write it for me. Right? So. <sighs> I If you buy the paperback of the uh, Star Wars, it mm-hmm. says George Lucas because he wrote it. Oh. Afterwards, all of them all have other authors. Wow. Interesting. So, I should look that up. I have two of no, no, I have all three of the sequel ones, but I've only gotten through episode eight. So I should go back and read the others. <laughs> the the books, the books, yeah. Wow. Okay. Wait. Good question. I'm not mm-hmm. too familiar with Star Wars books. Did this come out before movie? Was it book then movie, or was it movie then book? What I, I think it was Kate. movie then book. For the sequel ones. I think the okay. first one was released simultaneously. Mm-hmm. That's so I'm, interesting. I'm fairly certain the first book was released at least somewhat simultaneously. But afterwards, I don't know. 
I yeah, feel like they were adaptations. I know for nine, it the movie came out and then the book was coming out. And then a lot of my friends were like, oh, I don't know if I want to read the book now. <laughs> it's too much pain. <laughs> so are the books... Everyone dies, the end. Are, yeah. Are the books like movies, but in book form? Like what do the books tell you is, is it more detailed than the movie or? yeah it's okay. it's more detail and it that's the whole reason like you know when you watch the movie it's very easy to think a character is motivated one way and then when you read the book then you go back and watch the movie and you're like oh crap okay oh. so that's why they're doing this this and this it's like it's had, it's frustrating okay. because you know like after i'd watched nine i think i had come away with a certain opinion and then my sister was like oh no actually blah 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 it's in the books and so then that got me to read the books and then it was like oh now i see what they did in the movie but it didn't really translate that well so like it's super easy to miss many things and then it's like you're watching two different movies you know two different stories okay so i see it's frustrating oh i I understand now (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> you know what? I take it back because the book was ghostwritten. Uh, four was ghostwritten by um, Alan Dean Foster, but credited to George Lucas. So I stand oh. corrected. I remember it saying George Lucas on it, but mm-hmm. so hmm. no. Usually these it, it just it depends on the series, right? Star Wars they made the movies and then they adapted it into books. Mm-hmm. As opposed to there's, there's lots of movies that were adapted from books like Jurassic Park. It's the other way around. Yeah, I didn't so know they were depends. books. What Jurassic Park? Which one? <laughs> there's Jurassic a really Park. cool. Oh, Michael Crichton wrote them. Yeah. Oh wow. There's a Barnes and Noble edition that looks really really cool. It's one of those like the fancier kind of leather bound looking sort of books. Emily. That's if where you I have would a chance. In, if in, you sorry. have a chance, <laughs> I was going to answer your your uh, your question the day yesterday. Then, if I was locked in a bookstore, I would go read <laughs> Jurassic Park. <laughs> yes. If you have a chance, I'm not the other, the second and third movies, whatever. Don't worry about. It. If you have a chance, go read the original Jurassic Park. I, it was out years before the movie. Oh. And not just that, it really talks about the science of what they do to bring back dinosaurs is amazing. It's essentially in some ways, I think it's like CRISPR that everyone's talking about now. So essentially what they did was they found some amber and they found some dinosaur DNA in it, but they weren't able to complete. It's not complete. So what they did was they found animals that were still alive and essentially uh, genetically cut out frog dna and then they added it to and filled spliced all the missing parts in the dinosaur and that's how they brought it back so it's essentially like a crisper kind of thing that everyone's talking about now and it's fascinating he uh, he, the the science behind it is amazing Mm -hmm. so um and i believe he anyways yeah go read that one for certain okay i should don't think it's my list their mascot is a DNA molecule or something like that. I forget his name. Is it just Dr. DNA or I Mr. DNA? Remember. Something. Yeah, I, I can't remember. <laughs> it, it's, it's just been a while since I watched the original ones. Yeah. And and the thing is, Michael Crichton, the writer of the book, I believe he's an 
he's an MD from Harvard. Mm -hmm. So that's why he has such a good science background. He never was a practicing MD. He essentially got his MD and then went into the right literary world. But he's, he's, um, he's, he's very, very well educated. And so when you read his books, the science behind it is very, very good. Nice. That's super cool. Okay. Nice. I st- um, stopped the conversation. Dad. Sorry. <laughs> I'm literally writing it down right now. <laughs> I know now it's my turn and I'm trying to remember what I was going to talk about. Cause now I'm like, now I want to of... talk about silence of the lambs. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Those now I remember. Okay. So I'm going to like shift gears way, way off to something else, but kind of going back to Zen's topic earlier about toys and popular toys at that. Um, I just want to have a moment of appreciation for Lego because Lego is making so many different, really amazing sets. And what I especially love is it's something where, in I don't know how to put this, like there's a certain sort of stigma sometimes where like, you know, let's say you grew up collecting Barbies and so or not collecting Barbies. Let's say you grew up and you were playing with Barbies and then later on you wanted to collect them. And so you're not just sitting around like, you know, making your dolls talk to each other or something, but you have them like in a display case or something like that. People don't always appreciate that. People are kind of like, wow, what's wrong with you? You're an adult and you have toys. But when it comes to Lego, people of all ages still love Lego and it's okay. And Lego on their actual website is like, Hey, here are some building sets for adults and things like that. And I just, I love that. And I just completed one that I think is really cool, which is a ship in a bottle. Oh, Ooh. I wanted that one. Mm-hmm. I saw that recently. That's a newer one, right? It's, I think it's, it's newer. Amazon had it on sale during Amazon prime day and it might still be on sale. So it's worth checking. But one of my friends actually built it with her husband and I was watching them build it in her Instagram stories and things like that. And so then I was like, Oh, that'd be really fun to make. And then once it went on sale, I was like, I'm getting one. So, and it's, it is very fun. It's fun. It's a little difficult at some points because there's clear bricks for the bottle (laughs) part and they're really, really small, but you know, you get through it and yeah. Did you have to build it through the neck of the bottle? (laughs) <laughs> no, it actually, it comes in multiple pieces. So like there's curving top sections of the bottle and then there's like Ooh. middle sections and then bottom sections. So the way that they put it together, it's actually like, it makes a lot of sense, which is another thing I love about Lego is just the way that they engineer all of these things. It's like, you look at it thinking there's no possible way or like, how would someone do that? And then they make it really simple. So and yeah. do you ever get the sensation Lego shares its instructional designers, instruction designers with uh, IKEA? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> yep. <laughs> I mean, just looking through the booklet, like it was a thick, thick booklet of instructions. But at the same time, it's like there is something very IKEA-like about it, and non-intimidating somehow. Yeah. Yeah. Very friendly and non-intimidating. So. It's a very good, like, you know, I know the pandemic is hopefully starting to wind down, but 
if you're still like not wanting to spend all your time outdoors and it's hot right now anyway, like set <laughs> facts. Facts. Good way. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Some of them are just really, really clever too. Like my husband put together the um Nintendo the NES uh replica set that they had where it's like it's the nes it's a controller and then there's a tv that you can make too and we just have the uh console part in the controller in our little kind of display area and it is such a conversation starter like people see that and go oh my gosh is that a real wait a minute is that legos and yeah it's just fun it's just fun so thank you lego for making (laughs) toys that adults can enjoy. Yeah. <laughs> I know. It's just, it's a fun, I like building things. I like crafting things. So stuff like Lego really speaks to me. And I just, I appreciate that they come up with so many creative things. And I think the ship in a bottle is actually something called Lego ideas. So people actually come up with these ideas. They try to build it themselves and then they submit it to Lego and then I think the process is people vote on it and then it could potentially become a set. So I think that's what happened with the ship in the bottle was it was actually someone's idea. You know, there's a whole industry who of people who create their own Lego kits. No, What? what? Yeah. So there's people who actually will go out there and like, let's say they don't have a Lego Corvette. And so what they'll do is they'll create their own Lego Corvette and then they'll create their own Lego manual and a either they'll sell their Lego manual which and it will say it's like made you know what it doesn't say Lego but it's like you know designed by this whatever for Lego Mm -hmm. and it will actually have all the Lego that you need to purchase and put together and it gives you a step-by-step on how to make the Lego or they will actually purchase all of the Lego pieces, put them into the box with their own manual and create their own boxes and sell them as kits. Wow. And they're, they're highly desirable. Some, some designers are so well-known that they're high, highly desirable. Oh, this is a custom kit by this guy. I want to buy this one. And I, cause I know it's going to be good. All the parts are going to be in there. Mm-hmm. And um, so there's a whole industry of people who make create custom kits. Man, I didn't know that. I knew about like, you know, people who make their designs and then kind of show them off, but I didn't realize it went beyond that. That's cool. Yeah. Um yeah, there's there's anyways, look them up, just Google like custom kit Legos or something like that. Hmm. And then you'll find people who um who create these things. So nice. Probably yeah. all on Etsy too. Cause I would love to like I have the Main Street station with the train that Lego mm-hmm. came out with, I think, a couple of years ago, something like that. And I would love to have Main Street buildings to kind of go along with it. But there's kind of the ones that Lego has like a little, I forget, it's like a bookshop and maybe like a couple other shops. But it's a little too modern still. So I'd love to have mm-hmm. something that's like legit looking. So I wonder if any of those designers have made anything like that. Or Sleeping Beauty Castle would be amazing because they have like, um, I think they just call it Disney Castle, but it looks an awful lot like, you know, the Walt Disney World Cinderella Castle. And I want ours. So, yeah, that'd be cool. Please make it Disney. Thank you. Okay. (laughs) 
All right. Well. Oh. Oh. Yes. Oh, I'm sorry. Did you, you know think what? of your thing? Yeah, I thought. Um. Yeah. So, uh, this is one more you know shower thought random trivia thing that I found out, and once again, it's it was brought up because I was watching all the Disney films, um, Marvel films, um, and including the Spider-Man films. There is a guy um, in the Marvel Cinematic Universe, which I thought was really, really, really funny, was um, in Spider-Man Homecoming, there was two characters in there. Um, there was uh, two high school counselors. Um, one is played by a gentleman named Martin Starr. Martin Starr also showed up in The Incredible Hulk as a computer nerd nine years ago before Spider-Man Homecoming. And he was like, um, I think he was a college student at the time. It's the same character. Kevin Feige, (laughs) who produced both films, has has confirmed that it's the same character. That's awesome. That's awesome. I mean, not a superhero, just some random guy in the universe. They show him in college, and now he's a high school counselor. <laughs> wow. And and it's just like in the first, I believe it's in the first Iron Man, Iron Man saves a kid, and hmm. it turns out it's Peter Parker. Oh, well, Yeah. Yeah, so I mean, I think it was semi retconned. I don't know if it's true, but the th- but now they say it's it's true. The thing is, in one of the films, what, there's a kid who's in trouble, and Iron Man. I think it's a, I th- it could have been the second one. Some Iron Man saves this random kid, and and they don't make any fuss about it, and the kid is just like, whoa, and it's Spider Man. It's Peter Parker oh. as a little boy. That's cool. So. <laughs> so i just think the continuity long term is really kind of cool mm-hmm. agree they do they have a really good long game it, it's um iron man 2 that's right okay um the kid's wearing um an iron man mask oh yeah okay so there you go that's awesome. Super cool. It, it, Good it's job, this, Marvel. It's this one scene. Yeah, the kid's wearing an Iron Man mask. And I forget what exactly happens, but Iron Man saves him by using his blasters in his hands or something and knocks it out. And the kid's kind of has his arms out like he's going to yes. knock down a building, too. And he's like, so he knocks down the building and, and yeah. it's just falls past him. It's like, nice job, kid. And just keeps yes. on going on. That's right. Okay. <laughs> That's awesome. That's cute. Okay, oh, that man. was those are my random shower thoughts of the week. Now I want to go back and watch that again and see it for myself because I vaguely remember, but yeah, yeah. Just look at. I mean, actually, you can if just Spider Man, Iron Man two, and then like hit the video link. Yeah, people have cut out the um the clip so you can watch it because nice. now it's it's now it's canon. Hmm. So so awesome. All right. Well, that is awesome. Now we have lots of homework to go look at things that Marvel has done that are really good. And so let us know your thoughts. Let us know what you thought of the season finale of Loki. And if you collect anything fun, like the, what do you call those again? The smash, are they the smash? 
Squashmallows? Anyway. Or Lego or anything fun like that. But for now, that does it for this episode of Main Street UCI. Thank you for listening. Be sure to check out our previous episodes at ce.uci.edu slash podcast. And you can always find us on our Instagram and Facebook at Main Street UCI. Don't forget to send us your questions and requests. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks again to our sponsor, the University of California, Irvine, Division of Continuing Education. Find their career boosting courses at ce.uci.edu. And with that, we look forward to seeing you next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.